It's the green light being waved. Plenty of bumping uh, of the... Literally two hours early. <laughs> it could literally be a storm any minute. Once, okay, fine. Twice, mm, mm, three times. It's a pattern. Do you think maybe there's a mirror you need to look into? Yeah, plenty of cards being uh, pushed out wide, and I think that might well be Aldas getting. Uh, and then I got towards the end of the lap, and I got absolutely punted. Well, well, it was getting very dicey there into uh, Wilkins' corner. Yeah, yeah. I found that. <laughs> Drivers and their Janetta Juniors, they come across the line and take... Okay, so here we are with a special episode of the Sim Sundays podcast. And actually, the Gridfinder team is taking a bit of a day off today. We're down at Wilton Mill for the Motormouth charity karting event with Motormouth host, Tim Sylvie. How are you doing? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. It feels like the, start, the, uh, the calm before the storm. Yeah, we are literally. two hours early. <laughs> it could literally be a storm any minute. Yeah, you are, you are seriously early, but that's okay. We're keen. You know, yeah. We're going to go and do a track walk in a minute, and we're yeah. going to go like, work out the lines. We're going to see where's damp, where isn't. We're yeah. going to take some readings. You haven't raced here before, no? Never. None okay. of us have ever raced here before. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we're a little bit nervous. Um, the, I think the, the quality of the other drivers is going to be quite high. Yes. Uh, I, I remember watching it last year on YouTube um, and it was some, some pretty serious races. Yeah. So anywhere in the middle of the pack we'll be happy with, I think. Well, we've, we've got a few interesting teams. We've got um, Aston Martin F1 have sent two teams. Uh, Alpine have sent a team and, right. and actually in the Aston team there's Jess Hawkins who's their, I guess she's their development driver. Yeah. Um, so they'll be quite handy. Um, and uh, and we've got, I think we've got one or two pro carters coming and um, I think even a, a world championship carter so you could be in a bit of bother <laughs> right okay so this is I thought this was all going to be like you know people that work in and around kind of like racing yeah. and carting a bit of no. a day out no. like okay no, no. Okay. I'm expecting big things all your guys are sim races so you so, know that sort of translates doesn't it yeah top half maybe yeah. we'll, we'll reset the bar <laughs> we'll reset the bar for top half so tell us what this event is about what it's for it's been going for a few years now yeah um, we did it originally this is the fourth year we did it originally because um, my podcast co-host Harry Harry Benjamin who is he's now he's doing really well actually he's um, doing a lot of um, BBC5 live F1 commentary and things like that um, but his mum passed away of a brain tumour a couple of years ago um, and that gave us the inspiration to want to do something with the brain tumour charity um, and we sort of racked our brains about what to do and thought why not put on a karting event and just see what happens if we can raise a bit of money um, which we did and we, we raised a good chunk of money in, at the first event um, and have just carried it on and it's got bigger and bigger every year um, and now we've got a number of people coming today who have been affected by brain tumours there's a guy from the Aston Martin team who, who lost his sister we've got Jodie Schechter's family coming um, they lost their daughter um, one of the guys from Williams lost a sister so there's a lot of people here who have been affected and then we added Movember um, at the last event um, to try and help with raising awareness of things blokes don't like to talk about yep. um, which has been great to have them and we have their, their barber chair inside people can get a cut and donate um, and um, so, so that was the premise behind it and it's grown and we, we've got nearly I think over 100 carters here today 20 celebrity and pros um, barbecue food some really cool hot laps and demo cars and um, it should be a, another fun day if the weather holds out yeah well fingers crossed for the weather holding yeah. out um, you seem to have quite a lot of support for the event like, there's a lot of big organisations that are coming along you've got lots of these celebrity and guest drivers um, getting involved what is it about this event um, do you think that, that, that draws them in I don't know I mean I think it's it's 
it's good practice for a lot of them. Um, a lot of the pro carters um, and content creators that come take part in quite a lot of these sort of charity or corporate events. Mm. And a lot of them do 24 hour races. And I think um, they enjoy, you know, having a good thrash around for a couple of hours, gives them a bit of practice. But but also I think the charities mean a lot to people. Um, everyone has their own stories. Um, people seem to want to support. Um, and um, and as you know, from having the podcast, you know, your, your black book, when you have people on the podcast mm. quickly fills up with some quite interesting people and yeah. you can pull in favors and you know a lot of people we build up relationships with through through motor mouth and um they seem happy to come along and support yeah i mean what and why the hell not right yeah it's such a great day out okay so the event itself talk us through the race you got some pretty awesome prizes as well yep. available for the uh for the, for the incredible teams that are going to win yeah so well there's a there's a few prizes um so it's a two and a half hour race one hour qualifying and practice um there's mandatory pit stops mandatary refueling we have to refuel because it yep. only lasts for an hour and a half so there's some strategy work to be done there teams of four then we allocate a pro or celebrity driver to each team um and um we've got tickets to the british grand prix vip tickets to the british grand prix for this year uh, up for grabs we've got um a day's karting with a two-time world champion um getting his tuition and coaching from his race team and, and engineers um what else we've got a year supply of of razors from november <laughs> which nice, i really nice. want because <laughs> they cost the earth so that's quite cool so we've got loads of different prizes going on we've got the sim competition downstairs so which i expect you guys to absolutely win and um yeah so th there's lots on offer yeah and it's going to be a cracking day already having walked through you know what you're setting up i can see that there's lots of different stations i imagine this is gonna be like a really social day yeah as well what which part of the day do you look forward to the most when you're organizing this um i think really that when everybody's here and in the room and um they start chatting and mingling and and it, the, the excitement sort of builds when we get the the demo cars out we've got a, a two-seater spartan um hypercar we've got a, a hyper x which is like a mini formula one car and um uh, we've got a McLaren and a couple of other things that are going to take people out on track, and it just builds that buzz. And I think mm. one, you know, once that everything's busy up here on the balcony where we are now, and in the restaurant, and you know, there's people on the sim, and it gets that nice buzzy yeah. atmosphere. So, yeah, it's it's good, and obviously seeing the money roll in for the charities is is the the key to the day. Of course. Well, thank you very much for inviting us along. We're uh, we're now going to go and re-strategize. Now we know <laughs> we're yes. racing against, and kind of maybe reset our expectations a little bit. But Tim, thank you very much. Pleasure. Uh, and enjoy the day. Cheers, Tom. Cheers. Thank you. Oh, the sun. So the sun has come out. The sun has the come clouds out. clouds are parting. It's all, it it feels like a moment. It does, it does. Yeah. It feels like a nice reflective moment. <laughs> so we're here on the Sim Sunday's podcast with F1 Tomo. Hello, how are you doing? F1 Tomo. That's what um, my wife's dad calls me. F1, F1 Tomo. Tomo. That feels very formal. Just to mess with me, yeah. Mr. F1 Tomo. Mr. F1 Tomo. Do you Tomo. have to call him sir? No, he'd like that. He would love that. <laughs> but no, Darren, I'm not calling you sir. Um, yeah, Darren, get out of your head. Pleasure to be here. Um, and paired with you boys today as well, Gridfinder. So we, we've done all right. We've done yeah. all right. We've had a mixed bag today, haven't we? We've had, do you know what? We've been unlucky, but cheerfulness in the face of adversity. That's what I always yeah. say. And so, you got a dodgy black flag as I well. I got completely screwed over. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to talk about it, Will and Mill, <laughs> but I didn't hit those tyres. I didn't deserve that black flag. No, I deserved the black didn't. flag for other things, but they didn't see those. Oh, yeah, but the, the, the hitting the tyres, that was nonsense. I was absolutely <laughs> furious. And then we had to come... Oh, no, we're, we're probably not going to feature Gridfinder's progress in this race because we've had mechanical issues. No. We've, we've had a tyre that got ripped apart. Correct. We've had to fuel up twice because it's been nightmare. Yeah, look, it was things outside of our control, ultimately. And yeah, um, they're still aiming for a top 10. We'll be happy with that. We'll be very happy. And also, what a great day. Mate, is 
considering this morning it was absolutely chucking it down. Yeah. And it was really wet, kind of offline back there. I had a bad spin in practice because I went wide, tyres got wet, and I just took turn one as if it was dry. Being like, oh, what's the worst that could happen on slick tyres? And obviously had a little spin. Um, but no, the heavens have well, the heavens have not opened. The yeah, there's a little bit of spinning, wasn't there? It was teasing us. It was just tickling us earlier. It's a beautiful day. I'm getting a nice freckly tan. Yeah. So, do you, do you tan all right? Do you, yeah, you oh, got a bit well, of tan. Firstly, thank you for asking. Um, yeah. yeah, it takes a little while. I'm like yeah. a slow builder. I have to build yeah, up in okay. layers, you know? Yeah. It's not it's not instant. I don't I don't have that olivey complexion. No. That, that my parents, kill you know, my dad was very tanned. My mum is very tanned. So I'm hopeful in later life. Well, let's dive into this. That. Tell me more about that. How would that make you feel if you were tanned? It would make me feel more confident. Okay. Uh, because, I mean, look, I see, my, I see my own face all the time. Part of my job, you get very used to the sound of your own voice, right? Right. I mean, you, do you edit this podcast? No, or thank like, God. But okay. sometimes Liam sits next to me in the office yeah. and sometimes he doesn't have in the headphones. Yeah. I hear my voice. And I'm just like, oh! Did you not like it? I hate it. Have you not got used to it? I hate it. No, yeah. not yet. See, I kind of... Not ever. I still... I know other people who make YouTube videos who can't stop some like they had to get an editor because they, just they can't do it anymore to their voice i'm like just I be, totally relate to just that, be you know? more of a narcissist and oh, then you'll be fine so more narcissism yes. equals better correct oh that's just what that important okay. life well, lesson i'd like to think that's where i've been going wrong <laughs> so okay so here we are we're at the motor mouth uh charity karting event so give us a little glimpse into your life how like or unlike is this to a normal week in your in your world I wish this was more like a normal week in my world um, because I am actually doing another karting thing tomorrow. So it rains, it pours, right? Yeah. It's like a bus, you yeah. wait and then yeah. three come at once. Um, no, I'd love to do more karting. As a kid, I didn't do very much. Obviously, very expensive um, pastime. There was always the ambition, dream to be a racing driver, which obviously never came to be. But I found my way back into the industry, yeah. the long way around. And uh, yeah, I'd love to do more of it. but. Ultimately, opportunities. I'm a bit closer now. I live in middle of Essex, so I've got Rye House quite close to me. Oh yeah, which is yeah, obviously yeah. where Lewis iconic his early days. Iconic. And then Butmore Park's about. Oh, I'm about 45 minutes. That both. was my local track growing up as well. Okay, the downhill yeah, yeah. section, the little windy, and then the right hand up into the hill. Beautiful, it's beautiful a good track. track. That. It's, it's a good track. really good track. And it's a very like different, like completely different to Wilton Mill. Like this is kind of a flat area. There's not much elevation at all, but Butmore's. But, but what's got a lot more character to it, I suppose. Um, yeah. But ultimately, if I'm in a car, I'm happy. Yeah. This one, this one does feel quite polished. Like the, yep. the runoff curbs mm -hmm. and the even like the grass here is cut. You know, we mm -hmm. go to one in Sunderland and it's not well kept like this. This is this is nice. And, and the stewards are on it. They're prepared to divvy out penalties, as you know. Um, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I was fired. Like, I didn't get a single. Thing oh, well, that's good for you. No, uh, you didn't get any penalties, so you I know. got loads of penalties. Comes to the territory. Freaking furious. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> I get so competitive as well. And you know what, right? So, the the, the Grizzfinder team, we do do a bit of karting. So yep. we do like we go to a little local championship up in the northeast. And I think today marks the third race in a row that I've had a black flag. <laughs> and oh, I maintain that none of them are my yay. fault. This is, this is a conspiracy. Well, see, once, okay, fine. Twice, mm, mm, three times. It's a pattern. Do you think maybe there's a mirror you need to look into, Tom? It stops Tom? becoming mistakes and starts becoming a behaviour. I just, yeah. <laughs> no, because I went up to get a LucasAids. Oh, yeah. I looked at the rear and we were P10. Are available. I was like, oh, P10? No. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> As you've got down here. Um, yeah, and I, I you want a drink? look back and we're P18. I'm like, yeah. well, we've pitted, have we? But that was too early, so no. it's a, Look, listen, 
it's endurance racing. It happens. Again, we had uh, I came in from my from my stop and the which you were already struggling with, and then the front right was ripped apart like full yeah. canvas. Yeah, yeah. Um, We've not been dealt a good hand. But you know, it's fun. But it's been I'm, fun. I'm okay. enjoying it. We're a good cause as well. We're here for, for November cause. and for the Brain Tumor Foundation. So, how often do you do this sort of corporate gig? Like, how much of this exists in your schedule? Um, not too much. Obviously, I where I kind of co-host the Motorman podcast sometimes. You know, I know Tim really well. I've met Tim loads of times. So, obviously, he's the one who's you know put, mm. he's the brains behind kind of putting this all together. Um, so, that that's the thing. Obviously. Doing YouTube for the first couple of years, when we're all in lockdown, these mm. corporate events weren't happening. Yeah. And I was still just making videos on my own. You know, I, I did videos about football for years prior, um, and it didn't make any difference whether I was getting, like, the input of making a video that 10 people watch or 100,000 people watch is exactly the same. Yeah. Because you're still just sat in a room recording and editing. Um, now those things as opportunities that start starting to you know mm. come about a bit more and i think there's a bit more acknowledgement i guess for independent creators to an extent it's difficult because look you know i'm very opinionated I'm, I'm not afraid to speak my mind about the sport because i'm a fan that's how i want to talk about it and that is always going to cut out certain yeah you know if i bad mouth a team they might get a bit upset they're, they're not going to bring you on as an influencer well yeah maybe <laughs> not and you know but well, that's fine but I, i've still been able to do stuff you know i went to mclaren for the launch this year and i did very a video cool. there which was great and like super well received because I think people appreciate as well seeing the teams give acknowledgement to independent creators because I'm just yeah. a fan with well, a big mouth. the fans of those independent creators feel like they're being listened to because you're there representing them. Yeah, in a, in a way, for sure. I, I think that definitely, yeah. I think that definitely, I mean, that McLaren video I did, so I went to the MTC, I did a redesign of their new livery, showed it to, to Lou, who's their head of marketing, and kind of, you know, that's, that's cool. the most well-received video I've ever done. Right. By far. Like, the comments are amazing. Yeah, and you know there might be opportunities to do some more stuff like that um, in the in the not too distant future. So I think, and you know, I went to the Williams launch as well earlier this year. So yeah, yeah. again, those kind of corporate um, things, and also just being able to, I, I guess, a skill that I've improved over time is just being able to interview and articulate myself yeah. and and talk and host things. Like a, me and Aldas did a live show um, earlier this year. We've got another one coming middle of this year as well. Um, which we haven't announced yet, but that's coming. And doing stuff like that in front of, you know, we sold 85, there were like 100 people in the room. And I was, you know, it, it's something that I've got good at and I quite enjoy now, like mm. talking and in front of people. Like, I used to be terrified. That was my worst nightmare at school. Yeah. So yeah, those kind of opportunities, they're getting there now, they're getting there. And what, what do you prefer? Like now, it sounds like you're maybe transitioning a little bit, but like, what do you prefer now? Do you prefer, the projects where you're editing stuff from from home or do you prefer to get out and about and do stuff um i think i mean my, my bread and butter is you know working on my own like scripting i've got my you know got a little mini laptop that i'll sit downstairs or go out somewhere write like put something together put like a rough um kind of bare bone script together and then go back and i've got my little you know dual screen set up at home and i can just edit and i like I'm, a, I'm an only child. I like, I like my own space as yeah. well. I'm quite comfortable on my own. Um, it's nice having these things as opportunities to go out because, you know, during the week, um, that's just part of what, I mean, sure, plenty, you know, people watching, like, if you work from home, it can be very isolating yeah. at times. And, you know, my wife, she's at home sometimes, but she's mainly out in the office. 
and just getting out and seeing people and interacting again with what is quite a small group of creators in this F1 space. So yeah. Aldas is here, Blake's here. There's loads of people that I recognise and have done stuff with before, and other people that I haven't met before. And it's you no, know, it's, it's always nice to get out. But I think yeah, I'm quite happy still just doing my own thing in my room. You know, I don't hire editors. I don't outsource any of it, which maybe I should, but. I just like having that control, yeah. I guess. Maybe that's, it sounds quite therapeutic, well. actually. It can be, definitely. I mean, it can do my editing as well. Yeah. But then sometimes I just have to take a brief and be like, I'm so privileged, because like, I'm so privileged to be able to do what I do. Yeah. Like, this was a hobby. This was a passion that I did with no expectations for it to become my career. And then all of a sudden, in part because of lockdown, like, uh, you know, uh, the, the sport and Netflix increasing and yeah, all yeah. of a sudden this viewership comes and I'm still kind of riding that wave and... You know, it's uh, viewership's dropped a little bit this year, which is terrifying as a yeah, yeah, bet, as an independent, right? Because right? yeah. you know the views were fantastic in twenty one because it was an amazing season. Twenty two season has dipped a little in interest, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I used there's to watch that... every race religiously, and now I reckon it's maybe 60-40 in favour of watching the highlights mm. versus watching live. And you're not the only one. Like I've spoken to so many friends who, because for you to be interested enough right now in F one to seek out YouTube content when you've got a driver dominating at the front it, it takes a degree of you've got to be yeah. really into it so i've got a great group of like repeat viewers i've got really good like you know percentage subscribed view my stuff is, yeah. is very high um but it's more the the broader like a video that would have done 100k last year is doing like 70k this year yeah basically which is and that's where that's a that's a monetary thing as well right yeah i get paid per view so that has an effect on the business and what how i can you know what i can save and all that so i was going to say in a very real sense it's kind of terrifying that people always talk about the algorithm especially if you work in a business that wants to create content like for us for example like you know we, we, we definitely don't push youtube very much at all and We've never really dived into the algorithm too much, but it's not really, it's like a side thing for us. Whereas for you, the amount of money you have to spend on like your mortgage and your bills and then food, and if you want to save for a holiday or whatever, yep. directly links to how the algorithm reads your yep. content is a little terrifying. Yeah, and I think that's why, I think what this year's taught me is to be more, um, and seek out and be more open to going and doing, you know, one-off kind of, I char I'd charge a day rate, for example, um, to go and do something. So like at the end of last year, I went to the Netherlands and I went to Team Redline, which is Max, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Max yeah. Verstappen's esports team, cool. and chat to Atze, who kind of runs it there. And, you know, those kind of things where I could sit and have a conversation with someone, I I'm, I'm doing what I love doing, which is sitting and talking about Formula One um, and esports as well. I'm super interested in the esports side. As much as I don't engage much myself, like yeah. I, I'm a big fan like of, like even you know you think like back, I used to watch loads of like CS:GO and yeah, all that yeah. like um, that industry is something that's always really yeah captivated me to an extent so doing those you know where I can charge a day rate that means I'm less reliant on the absence of my channel and sponsors coming through it just gives me a bit more you know freedom mm. and 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 scope to do different things and not have to rely on okay I need to make now two videos a week because yeah, I'm not yeah. getting enough money you know what I mean yeah so it's, it, but it's good though, it, it's challenging me and making and pushing me to do things that I would have never even ever considered doing and not even like, wouldn't have even pictured doing like three, four years ago and stuff that I'm doing now and I'm being like, yes, I want to do it. Like it's, it's amazing. 
it is a, it is a privilege, isn't it? And I think we're definitely lucky enough to spend all of our time doing stuff that we're actually interested in, like by choice. Like, you know, no, no one has told you, right, when you leave uni, you need to go and get a job. You need to become a content creator, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, get, like, get it together, man. Become a content yeah. creator. Like, that's just like not what happens. It's, it's, it's totally, totally a choice. But then I guess as soon as you start seeing the numbers dip, it's, it's even more scary because it's genuinely something that you're choosing to do that you absolutely love. So, I don't want to leave it on that because <laughs> I'm just like absolutely like terrified myself here. No, but, but it's, it, I think it's, it's true, you know? Yeah. It's no, important. It is. And I'm sure it's the same with any, well. with any business owner. Yeah. Whether it's YouTube videos or whether it's running a calf. Like if numbers yeah. start to yeah, dip, yeah. That's a good you know, if, if numbers are, you know, 70% what they were the year before, then you're going to be a bit, oh God, what's going on here? Because I've, I've pl- made plans based off of my earnings from last year. That's typically what you do, so you just need to adjust. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's not exclusive to YouTube, you know? That's a really good point. I hadn't really thought about that, that actually, like, life has an algorithm, and the amount of people the, the amount of people who want to stop by and have a coffee in a given week yeah. could vary for a million completely unrelated and totally unpredictable reasons. Precisely. It's almost less predictable than YouTube. So actually, what you're saying is you've got it quite easy. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I can't complain. I, no, honestly, I, I can't complain. Look, as much as that's the, you know, that there are... Once you take, I think it's anything, right? Once you take a hobby and turn it into a business and decide to, okay, I'm going to put my all into it, then it, you, you have to look on it differently. You have to become more numbers and that oriented. And fortunately, I, I guess I, you know, I, I've got to where I am for a reason. And some of those reasons were in my control. Some of the reasons were more luck. And ultimately, I just have to keep doing what I think. And I've been doing this for long enough now that I'm just going to, you know, I put some videos out that I think will do really well and they flop and mm. other ones that I think will and eh, they'll do all right and then it does really well so you're still learning all the time as well right it's, yeah it's just a constant which again is, is just like any 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 job and any particularly when you again you're running your own business and you're responsible for your own income and look at the end of the day if it all goes Pete Tong then I do a lot of graphic design I used to do graphic design that was my job before oh, nice. YouTube so and I do a lot of that in my videos anyway so I've kept that skill going so I could just go back and do freelance graphic design if anything, if everything really did go um, terribly wrong. <laughs> to be clear, like, nobody thinks it's going to go wrong. <laughs> no, 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 but but like it could. Yeah, it anything could, could happen. Yeah. So it, it's nice to know, I guess, that I, yeah. you know, if that did go wrong for me, it's not like I imagine it's hard for a lot of these YouTube creators who start when they're you know teenagers mm. and that's all they know in their working life. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, say that starts to end and they start to become less relevant or whatever, like. What do they do next? That that could be yeah. terrifying. Like I'm, you know, if, if that happens, then cool, uh, fine. I'll just but find something else. The other thing is like to bring it back to this event. By being here, you're making connections and you're kind of getting your brand out there, and people are seeing kind of what you're hmm. about. Um, which means, you know, if you ever did want to go for a change of career, you, you like your little black book, your network of people that would want your skills is huge. Yeah, I, I think it's an important. You know, I think it's something that I've never really thought about, but I am quite as much as as much as I'm, you know, very happy in my own space, and I've got that only child syndrome a bit. Like, you know, when I go to events and you know, particularly one, so F1 arcades, they had their yes, launch event, yeah, yeah. went Great. to that, and I was chatting to everyone. <laughs> I called Mika Hakkinen a legend. Nice. About well, you were right. Seven pints deep. Like I was, I was loving life. <laughs> I was chatting to everyone. Crofty, all that, like, it was great. And, and those kind of events, like, I'm not afraid to, to go out and network and chat to people. And I feel like compared to, I, I think I think compared to most of my 
equivalents in this space, I feel like I kind of, I've got a relationship, I feel like I've got a relationship with like almost everyone. You know, I was filling in with, you know, Matt and Tom this weekend on yeah. P1 for qualifying because Matt was away. Like, I do my stuff with Aldas. Like, I used to do, you know, Live Fast stuff with Matt and Hayden and like, you know, I've got a relationship with. Yeah, I, I think it's so, and it's not something I've consciously done because I just, I just like to get to know people and I like to have these conversations but I think it's really helped me as well yeah get opportunities I suppose and and just be considered for things that maybe I wouldn't otherwise if I was a bit more you know to myself I'm to myself with my content yeah. but not with me I'm just yeah very, like you kind of I'm like personal brand you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah I mean and it looks like you're having a lot of fun doing it as well I love it man yeah so when we started this interview I think we were P12 oh P12 I think I think prediction yeah. time where okay. we finish. And thank you for driving for us, by the way. You're very welcome. Pleasure, absolute pleasure. Um, it's been like, what's it been like, actually, just to, before you answer that question? It's been great. What's it been like to be kind of like, you know, airdropped into this team of incredibly professional go-karters, like dropped into this well-oiled machine that is the Gridfinder Karting Academy? <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound like you believe the words that are coming out of your mouth, Tom. <laughs> no, you know what? It's, I feel like we've all been at quite a similar level, which has been nice. Yeah. We've got Matt in the car at the moment, who's yeah. rapid. He's got about a second on us. Yeah. But the rest of us are all been about the same kind of time, which is nice. Like it's, um, I mean, last year, last year I got on the podium, but I was carried. I was hard carried by well, my team. Well, you raced actually so, for the, the team that you raced for last year was Gridfinder, but with Jem Hepworth and Lily. It was. So yeah, and you guys two, weren't two here. Two years in a row. We, yeah. We, I True. was absolutely gutted. We couldn't make it for that race. Yeah. At the time, Jem Hepworth was working in Gridfinder. Yep. And uh, we were like, Jem, why don't you go down and, and do Gridfinder? We'll fight see who you get. And then she got yep. Lily involved. And I imagine that experience was a little bit different to racing with us. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like racing for the same team, but all the personnel have changed. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, technically it is. Yeah, because yeah. I remember seeing the Gridfinder and telling me about it. And then obviously, yeah, because a lot of the, you know, uh, Lily I was racing with and Jem's not here this year, but a lot of the team I was racing with last year, they're here this year, but they are now the enemy. Yeah. And they are beating us, I guess, well, I imagine. Yeah, Lily, I was, I was actually having a bit of a scrap with, uh, with Lily today. She yeah. is incredibly, she is She's very, very, very good. fast. Um, Jem is currently testing in Kota, I believe, Ooh. with Rafa Racing Club, um, our, nice. our sim racing team sponsor, uh, so she can be here. But yeah, thank you, for, thank you for driving with us. Thank you for spending the day with us. It's thank been, you for having me. It's been a lot of fun. And your prediction? Prediction, I'm saying we're going to be P11. P11. By a like, it's, flag. It's, it's, a, it's a very modest prediction. Like that. With P12, where do you think we're going to finish? P11. 11? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Great. Well, we'll see. Thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate it. Pleasure. Thank you for having me, Gridfinder. Okay, so we're halfway through the day here at the Motormouth Charity Karting event. You've been out in the cart? I have. How was it? It was, uh, it was great. I got off to a good start, gained a couple of places. Uh, and then I got towards the end of the lap and I got absolutely punted. Oh no, how? <laughs> uh, so one of the leaders had spun Ugh. and um, I was trying to get inside of them just to get past. And then I, th I think they like snuck forward a little bit. I got clipped, spun around and someone behind me absolutely drilled me in the Ooh. sides. Where did you start? What position? 14th. Okay, so it wasn't me. I was 8th. I was 8th. Okay. <laughs> just, and just I reckon, double check. I reckon I was up to about 10th. I, yeah. gained, I gained a lot of spots off the start. There was a lot of chaos at the start. We like, started so, in 12th, and I think I was up to 8th by the end of the first lap. And then, obviously, all the people who ought to have been 8th started to catch up on their pure pace. 
so many people were aggressive heading into Christmas Corner. Everyone right. was on the inside. A few people went off the track. Yeah. There was hay flying everywhere. <laughs> there I was, was, yeah, I was I surprised there wasn't cattle flown at us. It was <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah, I feel like if you'd done that sim racing and you were driving down, you saw this hay coming up. You think it was they've over they've overdone this. This yeah. isn't this isn't how racing is. But honestly, driving it down, it wasn't the back straight. It was like the mini little short straight yeah, yeah, after after Christmas Corner into Ashby. Yeah, that was uh, that was nuts. The amount of like hay that was coming up off of the guy that had, that had oh. cut the corner, but it looked dramatic one like half got in my eye as well so i was like uh, trying to like blink blink it out and then try to go again people went defensive into ashby as well so i went around the outside of a couple of people yeah uh, well did like a cutback it was it was glorious i hope they got that on camera it's been it's been a it's a competitive day here isn't it so we, uh, we we competed last year um, and it was very much like a fun social event but now we've got like aston martin and you know like alpine here and you've got some pro carters and it's uh yeah it's competitive, let's Absolutely. say. Absolutely. You look around up and down the field and there's some kind of karting champion in just about every team or a pro racing driver. Uh, me, I sim race for a living. I don't do much of this karting business mm. and I had a bunch of newbies in my team. You were fast so. though, right? What was your fastest lap? A 59.9. All right, you're into the 59, so that's nuts. Like my fastest was a 1005. So, and I know that like a lot of the pro teams, like as long as they're in the 59s, they're like, that's, that's what they want all of their, their, their drivers to be in. So yeah. that's, that's impressive. I'll absolutely take that. Yeah. Cause I thought at the start, my, my cart was a bit rubbish. I, I went out at the end of practice with mm. all the quick people and I was getting overtaken most of the time. So I was like, oh, this cart's rubbish. But then when I, when I actually got settled into the race, I was like, oh, okay, this isn't too bad. I'm actually overtaking people. It's a nice feeling. <laughs> and it's been a it's been a, a day of motorsport for you. You before the uh, before the race started, you took a few people out in your McLaren, right? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I gave that a blast. Uh, a few people uh, had their reactions, and everyone was gave a different reaction. It was it was amazing. But uh, yeah, the car was running good. Um, it's really only like first and second gear stuff. So, um, wait, did I take you out? You took me out. I did yeah. take you out, yeah. <laughs> yeah how, did you, was, what, how did you make of it? It was it was absolutely nuts. Like you, like you say, like first and second gear and on a go-kart track, but I was surprised like how fast it felt, like the acceleration, even like getting towards the end of the straight, like, oof, this is fast. And then yeah. like hitting the brakes and like your back end was wobbling around a little it was, bit. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that was a that was a really good experience. Traction was on, by the way. Was it? Yes. I dread to think what it was like if it was off. <laughs> I've never switched traction off. No, that's like, it's, a, the it's best. an absolute beast. Uh, Six hundred horsepower, greasy track, mm -hmm. karting track. Probably probably not the best, but yeah. I was approaching like nearly eighty heading into Christmas. It was quick. Yeah, which which I mean, it feels like a long straight in a go kart. Like it's a bit of time. You kind of come out, you get the exit. It's a very wide exit. You've got time. You look behind you. There's someone there. Like there's a lot you can think about on that straight. Yeah. But in the McLaren, it was it was like, like it was like put you pulled away from the lights and then you're back again yeah. at the lights. You get into second. You get into about four thousand, five thousand revs. The turbos kick in. And then, oh, all of a sudden, yeah, you yeah. need a break. Yeah, now, now it's like we don't want the turbos at <laughs> yeah, this point. Yeah, we wanted literally. them before, right? Yeah, it's just teasing, teasing the car all the way around the track. But uh, yeah, it's good. So you're a sim racer. You know, everyone everyone who follows any kind of sim racing will know Ben Daly, will know the, the, will know the sim racer that is. Um, and here you are doing, driving your McLaren and go-karting. Is, is there a step towards some kind of real racing that you're, that you're kind of eyeing up? No solid plans at the moment, but I would like to get my arts tests, uh, do some club level racing. I know we were discussing off camera about it before. Yeah. I'd love to get into like 
Mini Challenge or MX5s, you know, Jimmy yeah, Broadbent, yeah. Steve, Steve Alvarez Brown, Super GT, he's done a bit of that stuff as well. And it just looks like good fun. It's, I want to get involved. It's so much fun. Like the Mazdas are great, you know, little 20 minute races. So it's uh, it's a long weekend for, for kind of 20 or 40 minutes racing. Sim races are spoiled, right? If we yeah. want to race, we can race for several hours in an evening. Yeah. Whereas you go to a club level thing and it's like, you're going to be prepared. It's just going to be a 20 minute session. Same with the, with the minis. Um, I'm quite fortunate to race in the endurance, the Endurocar series, which is endurance racing in 4K. So we get like two, three hours of track time each weekend, which is a Amazing. lot of fun. And you yeah. get to race as a team as well, right? Which is like a really nice feeling. You, you get to share the ups and the downs. Yeah, and, yeah, and you absolutely. win and lose as a team. It is, uh, it is good. So talking of winning and losing, F1 content creator series, how's it going? <laughs> well, the first race didn't go according to plan. I've, I feel like we were all like test subjects running around mm. out there just seeing what the tyre strategy was and we found out very quickly that new tyres are the meta on F123. Right. Um, there's just something in the mechanics, new handling this year, the, the tyres just come alive on, well, mm. when they're below 20%. So you could be lapping a second, two seconds lap quicker than someone on older mediums, for example. And uh, it just turned out that, that new tyres was the way to go. I had some unfortunate timing with safety cars. Um, I started hard and I didn't get deep enough into the stint as I wanted to. So I had to switch into early mediums and I did 44 laps on mediums at Canada. Oof. On F122, that would have been okay. Yeah, yeah. But this year, old tires really just evaporate in front of you. So is that one of the biggest takeaways then from F1 2023 for you? The tire model is significantly different? Yeah, yeah, just new tires. I, I can't quite put my finger on it, but there's just so much new tire game this year so it, it now becomes a thing that two maybe three stop races are a thing but that's more exciting right yeah absolutely i'm not complaining not yeah, by yeah, any yeah. means i i finished like sixth on track and you know result wise that was that was a pretty bad result by my standings but i loved it because of the strategy like i was thinking about the bigger picture the the potential for good races every race going forward it's going to be amazing yeah it's going to be a lot of fun and it's interesting the f1 content creator series it's um it's a real, a real standout league for me. Um, obviously, at Gridfinder, all we do is host leagues. So we speak to leagues all day, every day, and we get to see lots of different types of leagues, how they run, the formats they run, the point systems they use, whether they have a, a, a penalty point system, et cetera, et cetera. But a lot of leagues, most leagues, let's be honest, the majority of leagues don't get a huge amount of viewership because you, you don't really know who you're watching. Unless you're watching WR, PSGR, where you're seeing the esports pros and you yeah. know who they are because they have an e uh, like a social media presence, but the content creator series is different because every single driver is a character. So you've essentially created the gaming version of Drive to Survive because, yeah. and it's almost more interactive. So if you're watching the F1 content creator series and you're watching a battle and then the commentator moves to someone else, if you want, you can flick back to that person's stream and catch up and see what's happening on that particular person's point yeah, of view, right? Absolutely. Uh, one of the races I retired from last year, um, I. I <laughs> I, I almost use it as like a TV channel, like with with the Twitch. You could see everyone, all on, everyone's line, line names. And I was just clicking on them. I was like, "Oh, this is great! This is very this, cool. This is great as a spectator." But yeah, it, it's so good. There's so many different personalities, and um, the races are really unpredictable because we don't practice as much yeah. as as the you know, the top level esports guys or the league races. So we're a bit more rough around the edges, and that and that creates drama. That creates. Weird moments, 100% races. How many leagues do 100% races? Very few, very, very few. Very but there's few. very few drivers who are who are that committed, right? 
I think if you have an audience of people watching who are invested in a 100% race, it's you've got more motivation to get back in the race if you Absolutely. get, you know, if you get uh, crashed out, you have a bad strategy decision, etc. It's, uh, I love it. I love watching it. It's, it's, it's one of the few uh, league racing channels you can watch that is truly entertaining. And we have so many different guys who are different racing abilities, and uh, sometimes incidents happen, and then we have safety cars yeah. and. Uh, it just opens up the strategy for so many different people to do so many different things. So it's uh, it's a really unique, I guess, uh, product we've got. And yeah. it, it's, it's great to, to show it off to the world. And I, I can't really, I can't wait to see where it goes next with F1 23. Yeah, I'm very excited. F1 2023, I think, is the first F1 game in a long time where people are genuinely excited about it. I think, mm. you know, 19, 20, 21, 22. Well, maybe not 19, but 20, 21, 22. They're all, they've all been met with a bit of a, oh, okay, again, here we go. <laughs> the the year-long slog. I'm going to say that I'm never buying this again. I will definitely buy it again next year, but I know it's not going to be that great. 23 next year will be, be the game. And, yeah. But it's happened, right? Would you, I mean, would, don't let me put words in your mouth. Would you say that this is the step forward that we've been waiting for? Handling-wise, yes, absolutely. Um, it's, it's a bit more accessible just to like the wider audience to people who are wanting to go no assist i've seen so many people make the transition this year from assist yeah the traction off and that's huge yeah it's, it's it's what we want to see people getting more engaged with the handling model and and just having more confidence in being able to push it's a lot more realistic drivers put in their feedback saying you know the car on f122 just randomly lost traction too <laughs> yeah. much so yeah, it, was, yeah. it was too unforgiving and now it's a bit more in line with real life. Slipstreaming is better, and overall the racing is better. So, um, all I'm I, hearing I, is better, better, better. Well, not everything's better. Like my team didn't get any love this year, for mm, example. So, yeah. I think next year we're going to need a big overhaul on that front. AI, AI aren't as good. They jump out of the way when right. you overtake them. So, yeah, you know, there, there's pluses, not like there's here. minuses. No, 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 no. It's very much elbows out where we are right now. We'll so when know. I go back to F123, it's going to be a welcome change where I can yes, actually overtake people. After you, sir, please, have the yeah. apex if you will. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, there's there's negatives, there's positives. Overall, if, if you're a league racer, you race online, there's a lot more positives. Great. Well, Ben, thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. Good luck in the rest of the... Where are you at the moment? Do you know where were you before we started last this time I, Last time I checked, we were like P10, P12 region. Oh, okay. I think we were, I think we were about P12 as well. So oh, hello. on the track. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so keep an eye on that one as it develops. Absolutely. Brilliant. Ben, thank you very much. Appreciate it. And uh, good luck. Thank you very much. <laughs> so here we are. It's the end of the day. The sun is setting. The clouds are over. Yeah. It's getting a little chilly. I'm here with Adam Sanderson, who our audience of devoted, passionate sim racers might know as... <laughs> Devin Butler. Devin Butler, <laughs> the icon from the Formula One games and from the most recent F1 2023 game. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I mean, I'm just, just going to place this right in the middle of the shot. Oh, what's this? Oh, oh, so, oh look at that. Oh, look, at that. I'm, 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 look at this. Look what I'm wearing. Oh. oh, look. Did you come third? I'm, I might have come third. Oh, yeah. goodness. You didn't mention that six I times didn't. on the way from the bar to here. No, I didn't at all. It just... It just oh, sorry for not mentioning it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. Yeah. I, I need to know these things, yeah. right? I feel like I'm not prepped for this interview now. Yes, of course. <laughs> It's a no. good race? Nah, quality race. The team that I had, because uh, we get paired with, with a team as we're here, um, quality. Oh, yeah. really, really lovely people, very quick carters. And uh, I saw it across the line. And um, yeah, P3. Must be Loved a good it. feeling getting to take it across the line. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we beat Alpine. That's, so what you're saying is you're faster than a Formula One team. I mean, that was a given, though. 
I mean, fair one. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, that, I mean, that's <laughs> very, very impressive. I'd have that straight on my LinkedIn profile. Hundred percent. Yeah, beat Alpine on track. What more can you want? Exactly. Mm. And I like what an event this has been, right? So yeah. obviously we're at the Motormouth Charity Karting Race. It's every single year, about this time of the year. Mm. Um, sometimes twice a year. Sometimes twice a year. Yeah, yeah I did yeah. that once in September. Yeah. Off the, on a fly. That'd on a win. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been a great day out for us. Like, mm. Not to make this all about us, but uh, <laughs> the uh, Gridfine team have been working very hard yeah. on our, our latest uh, release of our league manager. And I thought today would be a nice way of getting out of the office and just spending some time together. Yeah. And it's absolutely delivered. It's been such a fun event yeah. how often do you come to something like this well i mean i just want to reiterate your point this this the cause that we're racing for the brain tumor charity and movember is brilliant brilliant causes great causes great day out um but i to be honest with you i don't come to many of these if you're talking about karting days in general i recently did the buckmore 24 hour oh nice um, which my is what track I, well my ex oh yeah i live in newcastle now but i used to live in Maidstone. anyway oh nice yeah, i yeah. live southeast london so i'm not too far yeah, right, there yeah, you are yeah. um <laughs> anyway uh <laughs> to answer your question uh if you're talking about karting days in general then every now and again i do the odd karting day with other my friends or or with like even got like ben daly alex gill and mm. that lot i did the buckmore 24 hour which is exactly what i know i noticed i got that. this kit for um originally but uh, as for charity days, I would love to do much more that I do at the minute. Um, I want to do more of this kind of stuff, not only because it's a lot of fun, but because of the causes are always so, mm. so incredible. Like with the Brain Tumor Charity in Movember, I would love to support more. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's a nice day out as well because I feel like you're always getting to meet people who kind of get your, yes. your space, right? And no, in this case, exactly. it's, it's motorsport. Now... Mm. You have a very interesting relationship to motorsport and sim racing because because <laughs> earlier I made some flippant comment about like being a sim racer because in my head yeah. you're part of the sim racing world mm. because you know you played the part of Devon Butler which as I very embarrassingly said earlier is kind of iconic if you're a sim racer and you play the <laughs> F1 game like that that's absolutely nuts. You can call me an icon. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. I've got permission. Did you hear that? <laughs> um, so it's kind of interesting that you're kind of in this world but not necessarily as yeah. a sim racer, but mm. somebody who's just a big part of that world. Mm. Do you sim race yourself? Yeah, yeah, I stream on Twitch. Okay. Um, uh, I'm, I'm always trying to... Okay, so when 2021, that F1 mm. game came out, uh, I started a YouTube channel, I played for the Breaking Point series, and yeah. people seemed to like it, and I gained a bit of a following from doing so. And then when the new game came out, I thought, you know what? I don't really have loads of time to sit there and edit because mm. I, I'm too much of a, of a perfectionist. My, yeah. My videos, I spend so much time editing them and then uploading them and stuff. So I just have turned to Twitch as in to do my, I like, enjoy the performance side of it. I yeah. enjoy racing and I haven't got to worry about the editing. So I do stream on Twitch. Adam underscore Sanderson. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear that. What was that? <laughs> Adam underscore Sanderson. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I'm, I'm slowly becoming more of a sim racer. I've always been racing. Like I remember, the first F1 game that I played was F1 2006 back on the PSP. Wow! Like I've PSP, been a, PSP. that's a throwback. Yeah, I love that thing. Like I was, I've been a massive F1 fan since day one. Um, like I said yesterday, on a, on another podcast, I uh, oops, plugging that one. Um, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Okay. Sorry. Uh, literally, my earliest memories are me holding a screwdriver, helping my dad do some DIY around the house while we got the F1 either on the radio or on the TV. Nice. So. I'm a massive part of the F1 fan base, mm. as it were, and I'm just slowly starting to become more and more of a sim racer. Yeah, I mean, and, and okay, so that's, it's just such an interesting kind of like way into it. So, yeah. so what, what happened first, obviously you were an mm. F1 fan, but in terms of sim racing, did you 
you know, did, did the part, did playing the part of Devon Butler, like, unlock more of a passion for sim racing because of this new audience that you had? Um, so I've always been, I've always really, really enjoyed racing games. I really enjoyed Gran Turismo. I enjoyed, well, I enjoyed Gran, uh, Gran Turismo 7. I enjoyed the one before that. And I've enjoyed the Formula One game every now and again. But my core group of mates don't really play racing games mm. much. So I found myself, especially like during lockdown and yeah, stuff, yeah. instead of having phone calls and seeing how people are, we'd jump on Warzone sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if my core group of mates actually wanted to race, I would have raced a lot more. Now, it's just because obviously off the back of, of Devin Butler and getting involved with some of the streamers, again, calling out Ben Daly has been a massive, uh, massive influence for me. Uh, delving into this space has helped me out loads of times yeah. uh, on so many different aspects, even like tech issues, you know. That's very cool. Um, 100%. And uh, now that I've got like him and the rest of the Creator Series boys, which I understand you guys sponsor, it's, uh, it's, I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. Having a lot more of a fun. That feels more like a, a real group of... It's not even England. It's, it's, it's <laughs> totally fine, England. Um, that F1 Content Creator Series seems yes. like it's a carnage. group of people... Carnage, Yeah, well, yeah, total <laughs> carnage. But a lot, it's a lot of fun to watch. But also, mm. it feels like all the, the people who are racing together, all the drivers, all the influencers, the streamers, the YouTubers, etc. Yeah. They seem to have like quite a bond. I feel like they're starting, yeah. to, they're starting to get this kind of... You know, obviously, I sit yeah, in yeah. The, the organizers' Discord and I see you all chatting mm. away. And it's, it's at, you know, when the, when the recording stops, you guys chat for hours on Discord afterwards. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I got added to the, uh, to the Discord when maybe early this year and when <laughs> any time of day you can scroll through discord and you see at least four people having a little chat in mm. one of the, the vcs it's just yeah. it's crazy and these guys sometimes stay up to like unhealthy hours four or five <laughs> in the morning yeah. playing random games yeah any game and uh yeah i mean i, I really really like the fact that this creator series has brought, brought together all of these different creators to do loads of different varying things as you mentioned youtube mm. twitch etc um, and actually <laughs> made them more, more friends because I feel like there yeah. was a bit of a disconnect before. Yeah, um, everyone has their own little island that they're yeah. trying to build. Yeah, and uh, it, it's brilliant now that it's all been brought together. Yeah, no, and it's um, and as a viewer, it's so mm. unique to watch because you actually mm. get to know everyone that's racing as opposed to a lot of league racing where you don't know yeah, who Yeah, are. exactly. Most you know, important question. <laughs> sorry, sorry go on. You know when to avoid. Say for some drivers, you'd be like, I'm going to give them a little bit more room. <laughs> mm. And some people are going to say name, that about name, me, but it's not true. N- name and shame. Name and shame. Who do you avoid ah. on the grid? Um, I have my I have my uh, chosen few, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna out them on this. <laughs> God damn it! That was perfect short form content for us there. Come on, <laughs> you're ripping us up a no, tree. No, 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 no. I've so, got to make sure that I stay uh, stay in their good books. Where are you in the standings right now? Well, we've only had one race, and that one race I had floor and rear wing damage, and then it was Canada turn three, four. You go downhill, and I just had no traction. Okay, so you are a typical sim racer because so far yeah. i was like where, where are you where are you in the standings right so wing damage yeah. floor damage okay right and get this no traction <laughs> but it's true no yeah i'm uh, i have zero points uh and that puts me with i don't know so you're joint 11th yeah joint 11th nice that's joint not 11th. bad that's right not bad. joint 11th yeah, yeah. In your, is, this, is this your first would this be your first full season with them well i said yes to be a full-time driver but I already know of a few weekends I won't be able to do. Mm. Um, Are they running a drop round system? Yeah, there's like reserves and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that another kart race going on? Wow, maybe it's the, the marshals. I mean, the marshals done a great job. Maybe they're, uh, they're getting their time out. Or maybe they've just opened it up. In fact, maybe a lot of these drivers seem like the people that were racing earlier. Maybe we can go. Anyway, sorry, complete oh, yeah, distraction yeah. from the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's anyway. all going on at Wilton Mill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, 
forgot what I was saying. You were saying you're having such a great time with the F1 content yes, creator uh, series. Yes, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be there every single week. I'll try to be, but it's a Saturday night at 6pm. Mm. It's going to obviously eat into like 9pm finish and yeah. I have like family birthdays and stuff. If it was another weekday, that would be perfect. But alas, it is not. It's when uh, most people want it to be and I should say yes, I agree. So I have a question, yes. and I have to admit, the, the, the basis of this question is going gonna, is gonna to make it very obvious that I haven't seen any of your Twitch streams yet, yet, <laughs> okay. they're on my playlist. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you play the games, hmm. do you do campaign playthroughs, and how do you react to seeing yourself in the game? So the F1 23 game came out last Friday. Yep. Um, I was Completed only it? able... No, no, <laughs> I was only able to play it Friday night and Saturday for the Creator Series. I haven't played it since. Um, I will do a playthrough or breaking point. Nice. And then those ones I am actually going to spend time editing and putting them on YouTube because yeah. that's where the people found me to begin with. Uh, and the people that keep commenting on my videos, literally today even, saying, are you going to do the next one? Come on, get another video out. Sort I mean, of it thing. makes sense, right? Oh, I absolutely You can will. imagine the titles, yeah. like Devin Butler slams Devin Butler. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the wrong site, my friend. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> But uh, no, it was. Uh, I'm definitely going to do that. But for the minute, um, most of my streams revolve around the creator series. Woo! Oh my goodness, child. Child. Uh, but I will do. Yes. To answer your question, yes. Okay, great. So, well, I'm looking forward to watching them, and I'm looking forward to watching the rest of the F1 uh, content mm. creator series. Mm. Congratulations on your your, your P3, Thank as you I understand much. it, at the Most Master Charity Kart Race. Yeah. Um, and tell me, have you got any other sim racing? Related, I know this isn't sim race related, but it's sure. karting and there's a lot of sim racers here. Do you go to any other sim racing events where your, let's call them fans, might be like Sim Racing Expo or, or <laughs> like any of the esports uh, tournaments? If I get invited, yeah, I'd love to. I haven't, yeah, not yet. but I'd, I'd yet. like to, not yeah. Yet. Well, okay, well, maybe we'll discuss something afterwards. Okay, great. Okay, well, thank you for coming on the, 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 the short special podcast episode today. Thanks for having me. It's thank been you. fun, great mm. to meet you, and we'll chat soon. Absolutely, Cheers. thank you very much. Cheers. Bye.